saw you bring it back up. I Well, I did bring it back up, and I can't play it anymore because my fingers hurt. Oh. Is that from grabbing your pages on your comic book store? I don't grab my pages with my left hand, so no. So, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you hold it. grab it. I hold it. So, who's news first? Always peachy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to go. I was. I was. I'm just. I didn't know when things were gonna happen, so uh, <laughs> I was, that, that caught me off guard. But uh, so hey, you guys, if you're fans of the acclaimed uh, Netflix series, uh, originally helmed by proclaimed lead singer of uh. Black Parades. <laughs> <laughs> That's so convoluted. <laughs> <Like> already. Gerard <laughs> uh, Way. Gerard Way, you guys. Gerard Way uh, originated these stories and characters or, or worked in collaboration with these uh, characters and such. I think maybe his brother, Mikey, no? No. Oh, that's just new stuff like Doom Patrol and whatever no, that he jumped in on. It's just Collapser. Oh, Collapser. That's yeah. what it was. That's what it was. Um, but the uh, yeah the teaser trailer for season two dropped, which was pretty for dang Umbrella cool. Academy. Yeah, um, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Umbrella Academy. That's that's what I'm talking about. You guys knew already. You knew when I said Gerard Way. Everybody knew. Yeah, everyone knew. Yeah. Um. So, the teaser trailer for season two dropped. Uh, I have not seen the series. I've not seen season one, not a single bit. Well, Same. maybe. That's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> tiny. You saw the entire last episode. Yeah, okay, yeah. So Whether I saw, you were paying attention or not, yeah, you saw it. I, oh, I did see it. I did see it. I know how that happens, you know. I remember all that. But, yeah, I, I have, I've yet to pay attention and watch the series. I'm a little more ex- uh, excited to, to do so. I showed Bambi the trailers. She really loved them. They involved a lot of dancing. Go check them out. Uh, Ooze made me watch the season one trailer and then the season two trailer, uh, or teasers, sne- yeah. teasers yeah. Um, one right after the other. And it was great to see, um, not to spoil too much, but a bit of uh, what our heroes are up to. Uh, in quarantine, yeah. um, so that w- that was a lot of fun. So, for you guys that are excited about um, the Umbrella Academy in season two, it'll be returning to Netflix July thirty first of this year. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited. Yeah, we're gonna be watching. We're gonna be watching soon. I already yes. talked to Bambi, and yep, it's on the list. Very nice. Very nice. Ooh, what do you got for us? Uh, so back when we started doing the podcast and the news for the podcast, Pop Culture News, um, we had discussed right. how excited we all were for um, a specific TV show to start in the Flash Arrow universe, which was Batwoman. Oh, right. and the casting for that character which was Ruby Rose which I was very excited for Um, but in uh, recent days we have found out we all never watched yeah Yeah. (laughs) and I I still I'm still gonna give it a go for sure oh yeah yeah Yeah. but Um, 
recently we have found out that Ruby Rose is leaving the show. Yeah. As uh, uh, Kat Kane. Yeah. Kate Kane. Kate Kane. Kate Kane. <laughs> it's been a long day. It has. Um, Kate Kane, um, which is a thing. They're supposed to be recasting her, which yeah. doesn't make sense. I think if they m- went more with... Well, anyways, we'll get into that in a second, actually. The reason behind her leaving the show was the long hours, the extensive work, um, which is very confusing because on her Instagram all the time, constantly posting how much she enjoyed it and enjoyed the cast and enjoyed what she was doing and just loved right. the, the show in general. Yeah, I remember seeing a lot of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which just sucks, so that she's leaving and that she's decided to leave and not come back for season two. Um, But I think that it would make sense to not recast her, but to bring in possibly, like, Cassandra Kane. I'm not familiar with that character. Which is a Bat-girl, not Bat-woman. Oh. uh, That has been featured heavily in... More recent Batman books? That would be great. You know, uh, that reminds me of something going on in, in Marvel uh, TV and stuff. Nice. Yeah, that, I, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That yeah. would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome to see more of a her character. Yeah. But I think they should do a you know, Earth 2 thing. That too. Where that, is that Kate Kane? Where does she come about? Or... Not Kate Kane. Cassandra Kane? Cassandra Kane, I'm sorry. Uh, that's a great question. Oh, yeah? Late 80s. Yeah, late <laughs> 80s, I've been told. Okay. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> late 80s. No, this just in within the news. <laughs> I was, I was uh, thinking, throwing a comparison to a lot of talk about Ghost Rider entering the MCU uh, and a lot of talk about maybe Keanu uh, Reeves playing the part. Of, of Ghost Rider, there's a lot of speculation for for uh, Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. I think he'd make an excellent Danny, Danny, or, uh, Danny Ketch, right. which was, right. you know, kind of a handoff of the Ghost Rider part, something kind of yeah, different. It'd be really right. confusing to the old people because then, like, they'd be like, wasn't he John Constantine? Yeah. Yeah, the old people who know who John Constantine and, is. And he's DC anyway, but... Oh, we need to get to the comic book reviews. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. But I'm just yeah. very excited for the new comics that came out today. Anyways, oh, it, yeah, yeah. Um, that's my news. You know, I uh, I I understand that uh, she's been involved in TV series projects and such before. Yeah. Um, but they they had. Uh, low episode runs and things like that. Yeah, she was like Orange is the New Black. Yeah, a total yeah. Total of thirteen episodes rather than the twenty-two hour-long episodes of Batwoman. Where she's the lead character. Where she's the lead yeah. and is action-packed and yeah. yeah. So she just kind of wasn't ready. Talk. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sure money will talk. Oh yeah, I know. Well, hey, we'll we'll see. You know, I just but I kind of feel that she just wasn't ready for all of that, and I can kind of see wanting to keep herself open to other projects where she doesn't have to dedicate all of her time to the CW. You know, she yeah. can go do other movies. She's been on a lot. She was doing other movies during Batwoman, though, and they were all action movies, too. Huh. So I, I just don't understand. Right. It makes me upset. And she still hasn't said anything on her Instagram. Right, right. So, yeah. <laughs> All will be fine. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, all will be well. Sorry. I use the inner blue lantern inside. <laughs> what do uh, you have for this week? Um, I have very exciting news. Oh. Um, very exciting indeed. Hold on, let me try that again. I have very exciting news. Please no. Russian <laughs> manhunter is gonna be involved. I want death. Oh no! Fire! No! <laughs> no! Announced via quarantined actors this week. Star Trek Discovery is going to see its yeah. first. We 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 speculated on that a couple months ago, and not official until this last week. Yes. But Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. A 
spinoff of Star Trek Discovery featuring Piketer Prize, the yes. Captain Pike, fe- led by Ensign Mount. Mount. Man. Number one, Re- Rebecca Romaine Stannis. Yeah. And Ethan Peck is Spock. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Rebecca Romaine rocked that number one role too, man. She was great. This is going to be oh, interesting. I, there's, we're not sure if it's the continuing missions up to the point where Kirk takes over, or if it's going to be like explaining what was going on with them during the Klingon world war, 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 war. Um. But it, it doesn't is, matter because it's going to be great. It's going For to be real. Anson Mount in a not Marvel role, which is fantastic because he's great. Yeah, if you if you haven't done so, do yourself a favor and at the very least check out the scene where they blend together the old series with the new concerning Bike and his future. And that is some really some fantastic cinematography. I, I really enjoyed that, how they did that on the show. Well, there's a probe droid up there. Yeah, yeah there's a probe droid in the corner. Like Look out! <laughs> <laughs> um, wrong stars, wrong stars. But um, what I've been hearing is people are really excited because this apparently there's still a lot of canon Nazis out there worried about like uh, discovery, creating plot plot holes and stuff. But I can say, following up the the, the clicks, come on, son. Come on, son. Come on, son. There are no plot holes. It all works just fine. Yeah. Yeah, for real. This isn't Star Wars. This is Star Trek. There are far less plot holes. (laughs) And this is going to just allow us to further see these characters. We've only gotten one episode and now a season of Discovery to see some of these characters. And now we're like, to see Spock kind of grow. Yeah. Would be awesome to see where he becomes. So I'm like... I was skeptical on Ethan Peck's uh, portrayal of the character, but I mean, I, w- I was impressed. I was impressed. He, he showed very humanistic qualities while at the same time maintaining what everybody else has brought to it is that Vulcan mm-hmm. solidarity or Stoicism. Whatever. Yeah, stoicism. There you go. That's a good one. With the human <laughs> um, curiosity. Yeah, yeah. I love Spock. Yeah. Spock's pretty great. It, yeah. And they, they have promised that it will be uplifting, positive, bright future style stories that Star Trek has always been and yes. still continues to be, even though there may be dark tones. Yes. There yeah. is still that tone there. You haters, you haters. Get out of my fandom, toxic bastards. Yeah, because regardless <laughs> of anything that they've shown on new shows and everything, it's still a brighter future. It's mm-hmm. still a unified future. Yeah. So, you know, it's better than anything we've had. It's uh, Stop. They've got a cure for COVID there. <laughs> yeah. But that's my news. I'm excited to boldly go. Yeah. Because now we've got Piketer Prize. We've got Section 31. We've got Lower Decks. We've got Picard Season 2. We've got Discovery Season 3 and 4 coming. And then then there's talk of another two series being planned. A lot of talk of the Riker series and the Captain Worf series. Nice. So... Who knows? And there's also the talk of the reunion series for Deep Space Nine. Man, what what a bright future for uh, sci-fi. Yeah. You know, for Star Wars and Star Trek. You get your fantasy fill, you get your your uh, science-driven, fact-based. Oh, man, that is so awesome. Oh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I, I don't mean to be like yeah. What a time to be alive in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's. It's something to look forward to after quarantine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Entertainment's huge, so you know. We need that. Everybody needs it. Yeah. So this thing needs to clear up so we can get these things now. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, that's it for me. That's it for news. Good news. Yeah, except for the, what's his face is gonna play Boba Fett again, and he's gonna the clones and yeah, Jacob and, and just because we're gonna see clones. He's gonna play Captain Rex as well. So Mandalorian season two, smooth jazz with Sudan and PG. <laughs> All right, cat's all passed out over there. She's just like I'm done, guys. Come on. Come on, Blue! Ricky! Come on, Blue! Ricky! 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 Ricky
it's a it's cop. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, Peachy, oh, what would you have for us? You had a video game this week, right? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, it's time for the comic review. Yeah. Comic book reviews. Comic re- reviews. Reviews. Oh, somebody reviews. punch him. He's gone stuck, <laughs> sticky. Or no, don't punch him. Just you're supposed to whack it because the record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sudar was commenting earlier on how the uh, cover to this graphic that I read looked a lot like a uh, video game cover. It does, but... Um, mind you, you... Sorry, mind you, it is also still in the same position it's been. It's reflected off of a light and half covered by a hat. <laughs> so, it's only a, it looked like a strategy guy covered. I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know. There it is. Yeah, this is the cover. Um... It does actually, that, that's kind of a pretty good little, you know, these are characters in this book. Yeah. Kind of wrap up kind of thing. But it looks like a um, Punisher <laughs> to the cover. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a very angry. Okay, so the crazy thing about this book, this run of books, according to Wikipedia. 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 <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh, according to Wikipedia. This run of books um, ran from, uh, I think it was like January to June of 1986. Jesus. Yeah. I was alive. Um, I was not. <laughs> I was four. I was negative ten. I, uh, you know, a, a lot of, when you look at the, they have all of the covers in the, at the back of the book and whatever, but... When you look at each of the covers, and I remember discussing one of this with a friend, this particular issue with a friend, the wrong year is on most of the comics. Uh, the first one says 1985, January. Second one's 1985, February. Third one's March 1985. Uh, fourth one's... April 1985, and the fifth one's May, yeah, May 1986. Uh, oh. Yeah, which is just crazy. So, so yeah, <coughs> I, I, I don't think it was a situation where they released, you know, the last book a year later. I think there were just maybe some errors in the print of it. You you never know with Wikipedia. Right. You know. What, or extra printings of books, and they decided to keep that yeah. cover. And... Well... So it so it started out as as a uh, mini series, a Punisher mini series, and it went through one through five of the Punisher that Punisher series, um, and the series was titled Circle of Blood, and so the, basically that's the title. I seriously thought you were gonna say Circle of Blood. But that's that's the title of of the graphic. Um, awesome. Uh, Unfreaking unparalleled art by Mark. Uh, excuse me, Mike Zek. Um, he's definitely a unique artist. It's crazy. Um, the faces that he gives the Punisher look very animated, but everybody else has an early McFarlane style to it, okay. which is which is pretty fun. The book itself is, as far as how it's written, is pretty dated. Yeah. You know the story itself. I can I can definitely see Dolph Lundgren <laughs> do, doing these things and whatnot back in in whatever eighty five when it was. Um, the the graphic wasn't released until eighty eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and that was when I was twelve years old. So that would have been my first experience with the Punisher, and that's what the significance of this graphic is. I have not read it since then. But it was my introduction to the character, and inevitably, I'm still collecting. I love it. I love the development um, throughout the years and everything. This story, it is it is very basic. It's got a war journal type of style. He's definitely definitely more uh, talkative in the you know whatever in the uh, thought not thought bubbles, but the context boxes. No. Over. Captions. Cap- yeah, that's not what I was thinking. It starts with a C, though. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember. But 
Words. Yeah. Narrator. Yeah, again. Narration. Yeah, when he's narrating, he's definitely more talkative. Um, but when he does talk in this, it's definitely more uh, of an older style, you know. He says super clever things. He's, you know, he talks about stuff. Punisher nowadays is a little more tight-lipped and just get the job done and is super stoic and whatever. Um, but I can definitely see the appeal, of, you know, to my 12-year-old self. Right. For this character, it was definitely somebody... You know, I, I really dug a lot of those hero movies and vigilante movies. Uh, I want to say Pierce Brod, Charles Bronson... Um, dirty, hairy kind of stuff and whatever, that type of thing when I was growing up. When the Dolph Lundgren movie I dug the hell out, or came out, I dug the hell out of it. Um, yeah, not to give a whole lot of away about the story, but, you know, the villain was uh, Jigsaw, which is a great main villain for Punisher. Doing this. Whatever. <laughs> I was like this, the it's it's definitely a roller coaster. Um, just the main plot is a, a business tries to get him to go along with them, and you know we'll fund you and do all this stuff, and then you just go off and kill bad guys, kind of thing. And he kind of yeah, basically becomes a mercenary. They're not paying him. They're just like keep doing what you're doing, but whatever you need, you know, whatever. Basically, they want him to train an army, blah blah blah, this and that. Really good book. After all these years, still enjoyed the hell out of it. Again, I can still, I can definitely see the appeal uh, to the character for my first exposure to it. Um, I'm gonna give it eight point five staples stars, whatever. Um, an eight point five out of ten. It it really held up. It's definitely not the max books that I've been reading right. lately, but good right. stuff. I'd probably give it a seven dollars and ninety-five cents. <laughs> That's how With much that is. Tag. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Ten dollars Canadian. And actually, Sorry, they were Canadian selling it at uh, they were selling it at the comic book store, uh, like a later print, uh, for five bucks. Oh. Yeah. It was yeah. like, I wish I could get a graphic for seven dollars and ninety-five yeah. cents. Especially yeah. that thick. Look at that. That's a yeah. collection. It's. Five, yeah, five bucks. Yeah, that's you at know? least a twenty dollar, you know, yeah. trade now. For real. Like that's fourteen ninety five. That's a twenty three dollar bill right there. I think. Oh, Marvel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not, not image books that I've been yeah. getting that have been like eleven ninety five, fourteen ninety five. No, the Punisher <laughs> trades I was looking at today were like twenty two, twenty three, and they were less, less than that. You know, probably half half of that thickness. Yeah, Time, nope. Times is tough. I'll go back in time. Nice. Yeah. Punisher. Old, olden times. He's got really yeah. weird eyes and like shark teeth. <laughs> what do you got for us, Ooze? Um, so, guys, new <coughs> comic books came out. <laughs> so, it yeah, was, clarification, was yeah, they're peachy. Didn't have any books out. No, no, yeah, so I, yeah. Because <laughs> he only gets Marvel books. Right. Because he's a lame-o. <laughs> Marvel books coming out uh, regularly again. <laughs> Starting next week, I'm shaking like a crack addict. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody hit the bobble? No, I, I was glad that uh, that the kid at the store showed me the list. And whatever that's coming up, it actually got me pretty pumped. I was excited. I was excited to be there uh, with you guys getting your books. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you know, I just get, built the anticipation. Yes. <laughs> They're all about the comics. I'm just like, I need card supplies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my books. I'm like, all right, good. I'm usually the last one, and I was done with my books first. I was getting card supplies and stuff. Right. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I didn't even buy anything, but I was looking for a while. Technically, he was done with his books first. Yeah. Because he didn't have any. <laughs> what do you got for us? I know we had a lot of similars. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. So I technically had three books this week. Yeah. Um, Red Hood Outlaw, number 45. Uh, continued writing by Scotty Lobdale and art by... Burt Bacharach. Burt Bacharach? <laughs> Is it Jason? Yeah, Manila sounds right. No, uh, 
Paolo Catanella. Paolo. And colors by Arif Prianto. Prianto. And I got the, of course, the Philip Tian cover. Yes. Um, May I? After you're done yeah. there. Thank you. So, continued story. Uh, there's the bad guys that from Jason's past that are possessing people and stuff, and they're fighting them, and there's a bunch of action, and, um, yeah, great art. It's not my pick of the week. Oh, okay. But Artemis and Bizarro are back, and that's that's all that really matters, honestly. Yeah, for sure. We, it's, we, it's been forever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like they're underutilized right now, but... It's okay. Does Bizarro still have a beard? Yes. <laughs> yes. He, they, yeah, I'm like, he could have used them at that time. Yeah. Um, I also had Deceased Unkillables, number mm-hmm. three, which is the last book in the series, continued writing by Tom Taylor, art by Carl Monstert, uh, colors by Trevor Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Rex Locus. What? Yes. This is very confusing, then. <laughs> I'm just reading the front of the book. I didn't... I apologize. Just real quick. Um, good. Stephen, Stephen Grant was the author of my book. Mike Zek and John Beatty did the art. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, penciled by Carl Monster. Inked by Trevor Scott, Neil Edwards, and, and, and Carl Monster, and colors by Rex Locus. Oh, That's so what it is. <laughs> Trevor Scott's the tracer. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't, don't want that. No, don't, no, don't. no. He's not blackballed by everyone. No, no. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Never going to be able to record a podcast ever again. Um, Kevin Smith did it. <laughs> I also had, um, yeah, we... Sudan and I shared the the deceased Unkillables number three. Um, we also had uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer number fourteen. Nice. Finally, finally, <laughs> um, continued writing by Jordi Belair, art by Julia Lopez. Julia Lopez. <laughs> Colors <laughs> by <laughs> Raldi D'Angelo. 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 Roldy, Roldy. Angulo. Okay. Illustrated by Julian Lopez and Moseus Hildago. Mm, and colored by Raul Angulo with Francesco Segula. What's mm. coming out of my head? Um, <laughs> this felt um, like one of like the, the side episodes, like the... Not filler episodes. Filler episodes. Um, the art was really good. I felt um, so that I got all three covers. So I got the. Um, let's see here. Three covers. Four covers. Four covers. I got four covers. Yeah. I didn't see a fifth one. Um, got the Ring of Fire variant. The main cover. The old Buffy cover. <laughs> She's all old. Oh, right. I saw that one. Salvage cover, and and that's it. Oh, there was only three. Oh, I thought you had four. Me too, but it, I got three. I, uh, I really dug the, the regular cover. Yeah, so the regular cover has the first page technically on it, like the that panels is. of the first page, but it's all Buffy being dragged to hell, drag me to hell style. Oh, nice. Um, covering it, and then if you open the first page, it's the actual, like, what the beginning of that conversation was. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it. The art improved quite a bit, I feel, in in this book, compared to what we were looking at in the last few Buffy books. Yeah, that's one of the things that lost me off the book to to start with, and you guys were like, it's consistent, it keeps happening. (laughs) Which I'm glad it it stopped. Yeah, no, that looks very, very much better. (laughs) Um, so that was that book and my pick of the week is Deceased Unkillables number three (laughs) because so much happened good cover on that one too I like that one yeah it's I got the the movie variant cover by 
the back of the book really kind of ex describes it pretty well. Prepare for a bloody battle. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Mortal Kombat. Um, the cover was by Tasia M.S. The one that I got. Did you get the... We both got the movie cover variant. It's like the Suicide Squad. Is it? Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, it's oh, really oh, no. a lot like it, but... No. Yeah, I think that is. I can't tell. I think you're right. Yeah, sure. It's either that or it's going to be the um, Emancipation one. I, I, I don't know. I tried to look it up and there were no answers, so... I think the background's pretty cool. They, they could have gone with, a, with like a silver, you know, kind of make it shiny. That's pretty cool, though. I like it. Um, so, last we left off with this book, Bane got infected. That was the whole thing. Um, and there was an orphanage with kids, and they I were remember. training the kids on how to fight so they could survive. And right. Commissioner Gordon was there, and Deathstroke, and Jason Todd, and Cheetah, and Captain Cold, and um, Solomon Grundy, and Creeper, and... Feel like I'm missing someone. I'm not. <laughs> oh, Cassandra Kane and um, Lady Shiva and uh, I still feel like I'm forgetting someone. Wow, a whole freaking. Uh, Rose, right? Slade's daughter. Rose. Oh, right. Jason's little girlfriend there. Rose Wilson. Um, so, yeah, so Bane's all trying to, like, kill all the kids and stuff, and Solomon Grundy's like, nah, bro, you ain't killing the kids, and then almost dies because there's other anti-living people out there, like, attacking him and whatever, and then Creeper goes out and saves him because tree lobsters gotta stick together. <laughs> Oh, because that was from the first book. It was great. It was great art and great story. And the Commissioner Gordon and Slade are referred to as the kids' two dads. The two dads. Like, oh. um, but the part that... There are so many parts that I liked. Um, let's just see. Who dies every... Who dies? Um, <laughs> Deathstroke dies. Oh. Lady Shiva dies. Oh. Creeper dies. Uh, Solomon Grundy dies. Um, Cassandra dies? No, Cassandra oh, doesn't die. Uh, Lady Shiva dies. Uh, Cheetah dies. Solomon. There. I just said that. Yeah. I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to think of in my head. Uh, Air Master. Well, yes, Smear Master does die, finally. Be my guest. <laughs> because uh, he, he got un unlived and was killing all of the kids through the, the windows of the bus because they were escaping. Um, but... Cheetah. I said Cheetah. Oh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> um, and... Slade tells Jason, like, I like you, my daughter can see the future, don't mess this up or she'll kill you. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Solid advice. <laughs> um, the point is that Wonder Woman is um, an anti-life zombie, and she uh, starts wrecking everything, basically, and starts killing everyone, and then all of those people that I just said die. I like <laughs> that cover Wonder that Woman. had her on there. That was and, a cool yeah, cover, Yeah, and Jason, yeah. I was hoping Cheetah would have had a better chance. Oh, yeah, that was and Jason. she did really well by herself for two seconds, and then Solomon and Creeper came in and helped for a minute. I don't remember seeing Creeper die, but I know he did. He got his head torn off by Wonder Woman. Yeah, she brutalized them. Yeah. It was cool seeing those movie guys. Tearing yes. people in half. Yes, that's, so the point is that the villains end up being the saviors, and they go, they end up going to back to Gotham, and we talked about how in Deceased, Poison Ivy, and um, 
Harley Quinn made an oasis in Gotham right. that is uh, just a giant forest and Justice League Dark is like the majority of Justice League Dark is there so like John Constantine and Zatanna and, and Dr. Fate and Dr. Nice. Fate's alive and that made me really happy even though he's a jerk <laughs> <laughs> but um, Gotham's magically protected and everything's great and that's right who actually ends up saving everyone because all of the villains end up dying fairly quickly, who actually saves everyone is Mary from the Shazam family. Holy because shit. She's just been chilling with the kids the entire time. Oh, nice. Because she didn't want to get infected huh. and then turn evil. Right. And, not, and then be unstoppable, basically. Right. So she waited to the last second to actually be like, yep, Shazam, and then save everyone and That's that cool. was a great time and and they had a happy ending and then there's like a statue of all the all the villains who died who helped helped out the kids and stuff that's and, pretty cool and it very was a decent. happy ending which i was not expecting very not decent <laughs> yeah yeah i know the whole statue thing for sure that reminded me of like everything dc they there's always a statue of like yeah Superman, Freedom the Flash, Lancer, the Flash, or all of the Flashes, the heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. great though. I, I, I love that actually. You know, was it uh, Justice League where they built the whole uh, statue thing to the Superman or whatever? I thought that was pretty cool. This the C series cool. Yeah, it sounds freaking awesome. It's, yeah. You guys with your freaking DC books that I don't pick up that I'm like, why didn't I pick that up? Right. Because <laughs> money. Murder. I thought you were going to say for Because murder. <laughs> what did you have this week, Sarah? Savior's family tree lobsters, by the way. Oh. Is what the statue says. Yeah. And, um, yep. That was pretty much it. I was just happy that I was I was honestly expecting everyone, including Jason Todd, to die because right. that's just how these books seem to work. Right. I was not expecting a happy ending, which, I mean, there's still Dead Planet coming out, right? That's what it's called? Wonder Woman's going to find a way in. Yeah, I'm sure. Even though it's magically protected by Dr. Fate and Zatanna and John Constantine. Huh. Uh, I'm like, something's going to happen. Fun. I don't want it to. Everyone's okay. Because no one ever protects the bottom. But it's poison ivy. All of the plants come from the bottom. Right. <laughs> uh, the ground. I'm just like imagining like the green getting overly infected and it affecting her. But it's magically protected by Dr. Fate, Zatan, and John Constantine. Yeah. And they never have to leave because they can make food from the green. Everything's going to be fine. Jason won't die unless uh, it's of old age. Yeah, right. He doesn't die. He multiplies. What? <laughs> All right. Anyways, Sudan, what did you have this week? I had the same books, and she just kind of went over them. Sorry. There, there it is. Yeah, yeah nice. I, um, I didn't talk all about Buffy. Um, nice. And then we had to see some Killables number three, yeah. uh, which got an eight out of ten for me. Uh, and that was a, it was fun. It was fun to watch Deathstroke get obliterated. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my yeah. god, that was. I was oh. expecting a little bit more, but kicking ass before he got. Obliterated. I forgot to mention that Lady Shiva got infected. Is how she oh. died, and right before she, like the infection takes toll on her she tears out her own heart oh, by the way oh nice yeah that's that, that's what's great about like when they did zombies in marvel you know in this this kind of storyline where they can just kind of go crazy with the characters and let them you know this is a ravenous zombie now or whatever this is a freaking you know superhero bent on just tearing stuff up yeah that's pretty cool <clears throat> Let their hero unleash. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that one was a book. It was pretty good. Um, also had Buffy number 14 as well. Uh, yeah. The right, written and writing by those peoples. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I had gotten the Justice League, didn't read it. 
because I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. But then I also had Deceased, uh, Hope at World's End, number one. Uh, that one also written by Tom Taylor, art by Dustin uh, Nijin, uh, color by Rex Locus, and cover by Ben Oliver. It is a digital exclusive comic. Oh, I'm like, comic why I didn't see this book? That oh. is, um, apparently they're side-storying it. Oh. Um, which doesn't mean necessarily it's um, a winner, but that is the cover, even though it's kind of a lackluster cover. Mm -hmm. is, like, it, is it ever going to see a paper release? Or? It's, as far as I know, it's just, just digital, but I don't huh. know. I, 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 I just looked it up, and I was like, because right after we left the comic store, I got a notification. I'm like, this is out. I'm like, all right, I guess so. 99 cents, whatever. Right. Um, basically, it just kind of... Um, and it's, it's good because it's telling the story of what's been happening from Jimmy Olsen's perspective. <gasps> no! And Jimmy is, it's about him and he's documenting all of the heroes as they go through this event. And so it's, they pop to the future. He was there when, Jimmy. when Perry goes zombie and. Oh, wow. Um, Superman, he's in the room with Superman, say, you know, rips everybody, and Superman's like, why didn't you use your signal? And, and he's like, well, you have more important things to do, blah, blah, blah. It was pretty good, very quick, but Jimmy just kind of treated it like a journalist. He's just taking pictures of these people, and then eventually he's kind of like, we need to document what's going on with the heroes that are surviving, and there's mention of what happened with those guys, the, the unkillables. There's mention of what happened with uh, Superman and all of them. And so you know what I actually care about, right? You're going to tell me, right? Um, what happens to Jimmy? Yeah. I will let you know when the series continues in the next issue next month. Oh, so is that going to be exclusive digital? It says, it says Prelude to the Anti-Life War. Ah. And it has a nice little picture of, uh, looks like Manta, Black Manta, and then the Captain Christ. Adam, and a bunch of other villainous and other kind of heroes. Uh, looks like there's a war coming. So, we'll see what happens. Interesting. Um, I'm curious. I'm, I'm more curious about what's coming than, it was interesting to see Jimmy's side of it, but, um, my pick of the week, though, was Buffy, actually. Oh. Um... I really dug the transition between, I was, I was hoping I was going to mention that, but the flip in from the page was super cool because it was like, oh, wow, I had to look at it a couple times. Like, did that just happen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they made it look like it's just kind of burned up. It's like burned half a uh, quarter up the page and you can see the top page. It's They yeah. did a good job. It's pretty neat. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> I like this cover more than I liked. I, I also like the scribble cover or whatever yeah, that one was. The but, um, Ring of Fire variant. The black one. That the was old cool Buffy too, cover sure. did nothing for me. It just creeped me out. It looks like, um, I can't remember what episode it's from, but it's I know that it's Giles and Buffy sitting at, at the library with a stake in the middle of the table. I can't remember which episode it's from. Mm. We gotta rewatch Buffy. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we need to... Oh, no, we're done with... We are not done with Smallville. Are we not? No. Oh, okay. We have, well... like, at least a season and a half left. No. Yes. Okay. We so haven't Buffy... started season 10 yet. Sorry. <laughs> yes, this is my pick of the week because, well, the art incredibly improved. Yes. Yeah. To the point where, like, I they, the artist got, like, everything from Giles's, you know different like mannerisms the way he does things the way he stood and the way Buffy reacted and I liked it it did feel like more of a inclusive episode kind of left you like why are, what's going on but you kind of know what's going on but then you kind of like oh who's who's dead who's alive still yeah the whole leaving you kind of you nice. know kind of hanging kind of that carrot ahead he is so it's interesting um they have it, the nice dynamic between Kendra and um, Buffy it's kind of huh. a, a little bit similar to like Faith but Kendra's not as over the top as Faith was right like as I'm going to kill a human <laughs> right not yet you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, well I mean it, it's the same dynamic that Buffy 
and Kendra had in the short amount of time that Kendra was in the series. Right, she true just that. was killed so quickly that we didn't get a whole lot of what's going on in the comic. Yeah, it's I, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm curious yeah. to see what they do with it going forward. But yeah, that was my pick of the week. Got a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? Nice. Damn. That was, that's the highest rating you've given Buffy like since we started it. I believe Improve the art, then yeah. it's much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I mean, damn. But yeah, that's it for the reviews. Yeah, yeah for happened. sure. It did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <you> guys. just <laughs> <laughs> um, like on. Uh, <laughs> you guys now, especially that, um, distributions back up and comic book stores your local businesses are open again go out and grab these comics look at that look at that issue of buffy man that is such a cool cover i really yeah. dig it uh, go out you know get these books uh, i heard a conversation with the cashier and a customer earlier uh talking about you know the comparison between digitals and the need to hold, physically hold the comic. And although I do read, for the most part, exclusively digitals, it is so I do need to hold the comic in my hand. I, I highly recommend it. Yes. Get out there and do it. the customer was. <laughs> or, or the cashier. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there for that at all. <laughs> um, yeah, but if you don't know where your local comic book store is, go to comicbookstorelocator.com to figure out what that where that is. Mm. <laughs> mm. Haven't done this in a while, sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Comics. Find where your local comic book store is. Support local communities. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> oh, like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, check out all the social medias, Staple Together Podcast, or Pod at, on Instagram. Peachy Keen seventy six on Instagram, uh, Sudan lives on Instagram and Twitter. Sudan segment on the YouTube. He's doing magic cards now and some Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> Yu Gi Oh. Oh, never mind. I just bought magic cards. I, I haven't done any on the channel. I won't, I'm not doing it. I said magic carp. Check out. No, check out. Uh, suit on segment on youtube for sure if you get your pokemon fix he has a lot of fun on there and people really like it so check it out yeah what do you have this next week for books because there are new books pg there are oh, new books yeah. for next week that's so exciting I, I i saw the list earlier today i was so happy i'm like oh, only three books that i have out but i was so it's still i mean <coughs> bless you thank you you just gave my cat Coronas. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, like, the, it's supposed to be the average is, like, three books a week. That it, works for me. It, yeah, it got a little out of hand there for you at the end there. Yeah, definitely. Seven books. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man, Suda and I share this title, Amazing Spider-Man number 43 will be out next week, uh, as well as... Marauders and X title number ten, and I think I might also be picking up Doctor Afra number one. Um, I was informed that she may be making an appearance in season two of The Mandalorian. I did start off the original series and picked up some of those books, so I'll see what she's getting into now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What do you got? I have. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have Flash number 753 next week. Nice. And Lois Lane number 10. <laughs> nice. I'm so excited. <laughs> Is that, it's an ongoing, right? Lois Lane? Yeah. It's no. Oh, it's a 12 issue. Damn. How dare you bring that up? I apologize. I'm, I'm sad now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've just been waiting for it for so long. I was excited. And yeah. Flash, because it left with a cliffhanger. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, those are. I only have two books next week. What do you have? I, I care. I have the Amazing Spider-Man, um, Aquaman, He-Man, and 
Justice League and Power Rangers and Dr. Aphra. Jesus. Back up to your old shenanigans. For real. Six books. If you, uh, if you don't wind up talking about Masters, let me know. What's up? I, I was really interested in that. Well, no, you know, I might still pick it up, actually. I'm probably going to talk about it. Okay, yeah, that's cool, too. Talked it's the last book. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. We talked about, about the first five books. Yeah. You've got to talk about yeah. the last book. Yeah, that sounded pretty dang great. I'm going to have to pick it up on my first time. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like... Splendid. Yeah, the Power Rangers is going to be pretty good. All right, well, that's it for us. Yeah, for sure. You guys stay safe. Take care of each other. Be good. How do we close? Hey, uh, Ooze, do you have a quote for this week? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Hey, Ooze. Well, you, you, were, you were worried earlier. I don't know. You said that was a problem. Yeah, because I didn't have one. I have you. one now. Well, well, that was like you. two hours ago. It's but do you have a quote from us? For, no, do you have a quote for Give a quote, but we have a stipulation that was added to this while you were upstairs that you have to do it in the Jean Jones voice. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. It's a 70th uh, episode. <laughs> my family is dead. My cat is asleep. here to laugh at the odds and live our lives so well that death will tremble to take us. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It's a quote. Nice. Yeah. Now I have a question. Dormammu, <laughs> come to bargain. Do you have a quote from us? Yeah, um, Power Rangers is going to be really good. <laughs> nice. Yes, it's funny the short term spin. Like, <laughs> yeah. I went further than... <laughs> than I usually do, so. I was, I was going to say, and I had no bearing on it. I'm like, oh, the quote from us, because I didn't have a quote, was, be my guest. <laughs> I think I might have said it at random at one point. <laughs> take the urine to the test. Be my guest, be my guest, take the urine to I am clean now. I am pure. I haven't taken drugs no more. No less. <laughs> or mess. Yes. Have you listen next time, guys. Take it easy, guys. Later. Bye. See you. Bye. And Jack. <laughs>